Alright, um, welcome, everybody, to Ruben and the Butter Complains About Stuff, and TDT, Two Dudes Talking, Two Dudes Talking About Terrible Movies, um, this episode we have Rise of Skywalker, episode 9 of Star Wars, and we have hundreds of lines of notes. Yeah, um, the first time I saw this movie, I thought it was bad, but like, I didn't hate it. Nah, I, when I saw, it, I I just wanted to walk out like I just. Yeah. But um, like in in my brain, Star Wars isn't that that wasn't a Star Wars yeah. movie. That was like a that was a film that was in the Star Wars universe in my in a way. But it was but, it was trying to be like a Star Wars movie, but it really failed. Honestly, it's just expensive fan fiction at this. Expensive point. fan fiction at this point. All right, we're not gonna. We're not going to do anything if we don't finish these notes. All right. So let's just roll down our notes. because. Uh, okay. First thing I really want to talk about is how on Exegol. Exegol oh, wait. No, 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 no. Exegol sounds like icicle I- and I- eggs. Egg, I- egg cycle. All right. Fair enough. Okay. All right. Fair enough. And the lightning screams on Exegol. Uh, it sort of does, though. But that, that's, that's a <laughs> weird... <laughs> no, that was actually really accurate. Um, The Star Wars logo... Like when that fan that fanfare comes on, it was not yellow duh. enough. But like, I mean, yeah, he he was like uh, during when we were watching the movie. It's not yellow enough. I wanted to be more yellow. Um, no, I thought that was all right. I think it was that fine, was a joke, man. It, I know it was a joke, but it was just terrible. Um, the Star Wars like fanfare and like the big yellow text is great and like it's always you can't exciting. Not be yeah. exci- you can't like not be excited when that comes on. But the problem with the opening crawl is, especially when I read it the first time, I'm like. Damn, this is an exposition dump, man. And then that whole title crawl is completely unnecessary mm. because mm, no, I like, disagree. No, no, I disagree. It. I disagree. Okay, l- l- listen, listen, listen. Like we obviously needed it, needed it. Star Wars, and I'd be mad if we didn't have it. But everything that ha- uh, that they say in the opening crawl, we learned that in the first like fifteen twenty minutes of the movie. So why have the first fifteen twenty minutes of the movie? Well, no. So really. Uh, it was not, it's not, it's, um, so in those, like, original movies, um, the crawl was, uh, more of a overarching kind of, like, it this was a is, prologue. like, it's, like, yeah, it was a prologue, but it, it kind of, ex- it, it, um, explained what the different things in the film were about, like, it explained that there and was, what happened a, before well, like, the film, what happened before the film, and that was able to ask her, all right, so that is, uh, Palpatine, so that is the Emperor, like, we can... You can tell, um... You know what would have been probably are. better? Mm? If they didn't show Palpatine in the trailers, if they didn't reveal him in the opening crawl. But I don't like the fact that Palpatine's back. It just doesn't make sense. Mm. And it kind of devalues the uh, sacrifice that Anakin Skywalker made in Return of the in Jedi. Return of Jedi yeah. yeah. And, like, um, the other thing was, like, Snoke is just, like, Palpatine's creation. It's like... I yeah. killed Snoke. I made Snoke. It's like, this is just J.J. Abram going, like, people hated uh, the last up yours yeah. to Ryan Johnson and like, saying, just throwing everything out the window. And also, we're going to be getting into some deep spoilers about this movie. Oh, yeah. No, who hasn't seen this movie by I mean, this if you haven't seen this movie, you probably don't want to. Yeah. That's, but we're also yeah. going to um, go enough. into spoilers about the other Star Wars movies, so you have been warned. You the original Star Wars movies are some of the greatest ever made. Really yeah, check them out. All right. Um, Palpatine's offer is, like, 
not amazing. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. Uh, okay, please shut up. Um, the prequel line was terribly done. Like, uh, the yep. some uh, the dark side is a power uh, is a pathway to many abilities. Some, some considered to be unnatural. That it's was all, it's so like, cringy. It's like a pun. Yeah, it was it's cringy, like Palpatine's yeah. making a pun at this point. I cringed when that happened. I've seen this movie three times for some reason. Yeah, I'm not sure why. I actually saw it twice in cinemas. The second time, I completely hated the movie. Mm. Um. I mean, uh, we've just got uh, the new Empire. Um, yeah, so basically, Palpatine has somehow, under the shadows, been able to create planet-killing weapons on Star Destroyers. Why do you need a planet-killing weapon in Star Wars movies? I mean, I guess in the original trilogy that happened. Then we got that in The Force Awakens with Starkiller Base, which was stupid, but whatever. I and mean, yeah, that was just like an over. That was just a bigger version of the Jester. And now we have a gimmick. This star destroy, like it it's just like in my like a star like to to destroy a planet. You need to have like a specialized, massive, big station. You can't just like bolt one of them to the underside of your car and go and like brum brum and shoot every different planet until this, they it's die. It's just so it takes away from that um, threat of the Death Star in the original mm. movies and. It's just so stupid. That's why I cannot, like, I just forget sometimes that this movie is even an official part of the Star Wars it, it's universe. It's a bit terrible. Um, the the music in the Star, I mean, it was just, it was a bit underwhelming. I, I, we'll, I don't we'll like the music. We'll touch, that, we'll touch on that later. We'll talk about the music in this movie. Yeah. I don't really like it. Um, I thought it was really gimmicky and, like, tr- uh, that, like, it, uh, when it shows all the ships coming out of the ground. It goes on for like ever, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And then, like, if you just had like um, uh, that so like that's a lot, a lot, it's a lot of ships. But if you only had like a hundred by a hundred by like two deep square, right? So like that's a, still a bunch of ships. But um, I feel like it was just for the cool shot. It was for the just trailers. for the cool shot of him like bringing up a bajillion ships, and that whole scene was in the trailer. Yeah, that, that whole scene was in the trailer. There's, which there's is, a lot of stuff g- in this movie, which is just for the trailer and the merch. All right, so, um, kill the girl. I know you kept mentioning this. Yeah, basically, at the start of the movie, Palpatine tells Kylo Ren, "Kill the girl," and Palpatine, this whole movie, just speaks in trailer quotes. He never says anything. He just says trailer stuff. Anyway, he tells Kylo Ren to kill the girl, but Ray is an essential part of his plan at the end of the movie. Which doesn't really make sense to me. Why would he ask him to kill his, like, the person he needs? Also, this movie really hates The Last Jedi. I mean, I don't like The Last Jedi very much, but I like the theme that Rey is from nowhere, that somebody from nowhere can still have force powers. See, I disagree, like, I, I know where you're coming from, but I still disagree. Like, I know, I know a lot of people who have been saying, oh, it's good that Rey was a nobody, and it's like, oh, people who, like, aren't from, like, a crazy good family, like, can have force powers. But yeah. I think, like, Rey being a Palpatine was actually all right. But they didn't it. have to bring Palpatine back for Rey to be a Palpatine. But the fact that Palpatine has had sex before... Whoa, 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 whoa. The first thing I thought of when uh, Kylo Ren said um, your Palpatine's granddaughter was Palpatine's had sex? Whoa, he had... He had... Uh, he... Uh, didn't have protection, obviously. <laughs> um, uh, 
let's imagine that for All a right, second. So, and then, so we cut to, like, being on the Millennium Falcon. And, like, the fan service is back. So, holler chess. Like, uh, you know, where the, they're playing like holler the, chess the, the They're table. doing an urgent mission, but they're playing chess. Holler chess. And then they start doing light, ski- light speed skipping, which also shouldn't be possible. Mm. Uh, Clug, who's, like, big, he's, like... Like, I like Clug. I know he's he's practical great. effects. Pra- I know his practical uh, pra- practical effects, but it's kind of funny. He's just like this completely like dead character. He doesn't need to really exist at all. But it, it's great when he goes, Clug, you got that like uh that uh electrical wiring thing fixed yet? And then it's just this like a big blob of an alien. Like, okay, you're really nitpicking this movie. But the thing is, uh, I like the practical effects. That's one thing I like. Um. Yeah, I mean, sure. Uh, yeah, hyper hyper as you mentioned before, hyperspace jumping shouldn't work. Like light speed skipping, been, like, light speed skipping, whatever it's called. Uh, now, like this is really nerdy because I'm quite a nerd. But like Tie Fighters don't light speed. Like the entire point of Tie Fighters, like they were stored on these massive ships, so the massive ship could just go jump and then bring all the little Tie Fighters who go pew and go and like shoot the people. But, like, to I be fair, that's one thing they could have upgraded, you know. I mean, they could have upgraded, but I, I don't feel like... I feel like if they jump to light speed, it's like, oof, good thing that, like, um, uh, like they just go, oh, I'm like, we're safe from those, like, those t- TIE fighters. Um, There's one scene I really hate. I yeah. need to talk about it. Uh, all right. Is it close to this area? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's pretty much the next scene. You know that scene where um, Poe Dameron goes and tells everyone that Palpatine's back? Oh, yes. I hate that scene. It's just people randomly saying things. Like, they talked about the Holdo, uh, the the Holdo, uh, maneuvers, and they said, oh, yeah, that's a one in a million chance. And I'm like, bro, that's such a tacked on line. And then you have this random exposition. And then you have, they put a 16-hour time limit on the whole movie. And the fact that they travel to, like, these different worlds, they almost die a hundred times. They even talk to people at a festival. The fact that that all all happens in 16 hours, I cannot believe that. Mm. And I will never believe that in my life. Yeah, it's it's way too, like, trying to think that, like, they've only got 16 hours to do all this. They go to, like you say, they jump to, like, six different planets. Uh, to try and do, like, eight different things and, like, five different storylines going on at one point. It should take about seven hours to even get to each planet. Mm. Um, it, like, light speed isn't that quick because, well, it is pretty quick, but, like, there's a really big gap between each planet. Mm, yes. Uh, C-3PO. So C three PO is a part of this movie, and he's um, he's sort of like a integral part. But his comedy is just so old and lame, and like that is, that is like um, the whole comedy of the entire movie is terrible. Uh, we're just gonna talk about the script. It's a really really poor script. Oh, everything, everything. I cannot stress enough. So like whoever is listening to this, you will know every single line. I reckon. Is yeah. a trailer quote. Like, the entire movie is just a trailer. Like, yeah. all the lines, like, I'm taking one last look at my friends. Like, CP, 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 C
Um, because they're he, not his friends. They don't really. He doesn't really I, know. I them. mean, he is the he he. They're friends, but like, um, uh, like all the different characters, they are all just speaking in stuff that they can sh- throw in trailers. Like the dark ray thing. It was like dark it, it ray. Was an un unneeded, unlike unimportant, stupid thing that could have been completely. Pr- I mean, taken out of the movie. taken out of the com- the film. Which was, and it was all just trailer, like trailer material where like a dark ray can just flip down a lightsaber and little nerds can try and pick stuff out of it and more people go see the film because they want to see this dark ray. Okay, but here's the thing. You know what's funny? I've actually, like, it's also for merch. Like, same with the evil C-3PO bullshit. They had, I've seen the merch and... I saw the merch and I started cringing because it was so funny that they actually just made these things up just for so that people are like, oh my god, I need to have this in my collection. Mm, yeah, it's like, uh, I, you know, those people with like thousands of like Star Wars toys just because they don't want to have all the collection. The other thing that I realized here, which is just like trailer stuff or absolutely non-needed stuff, the Knights of Ren. The Knights of Ren act like they've been a big part of the whole trilogy when mm. they really haven't. Yeah, they really haven't. And then there's that tacky line where they just cut to a stormtrooper. Cool, the Knights of Ren. That was, yeah. That, that made me laugh. I that almo- made me cringe. I almost like... No, the problem with that line, especially with all this stormtrooper stuff, is like it's sort of showing that stormtrooper... Like it's, it's, it's treating per, the it's, audience like it's idiots. Per, yeah, it's... No, it's not that. It, it's... Uh, stormtroopers are people. Yeah. Like... Um, we all knew that there were like those humans or uh, under those suits, but really, um, as audience, we just kind of treated them as um, just you like clones it. or like robots who didn't really uh, matter or anything. No, I, I don't and mind them talking, but like that was stupid. Mm, I I don't I feel like the stormtroopers really shouldn't have me- any lines whatsoever. What, like have you did. missed this whole trilogy? Finn was a stormtrooper. Yeah, I know, but like I, I even didn't like this if Finn was a storm really? stormtrooper because like was, um, because now every time a stormtrooper like is shot, it's like that's so, like that's someone's life with a family. And it's like I don't like this is just showing. I really how, like that. How this is just terrible. I like. like that. It just shows that the rebels are just huge. Dicks. Well, to be fair, they're fighting on the other side. It's like a war, but what I'm talking about is that it's re- Finn could have been a very, very compelling character. Oh my but gosh! They've done absolutely nothing with him. Nothing. He doesn't really need to be in this movie. He just screams, "Ray, Ray!" That's all. Chewie, get back to the shit. <laughs> That's all he's really done in this movie. He's just screamed. And talking about like. Uh, like, because I know in that scene where he goes, Ray! Um, chew, like, fake deaths. Yeah, I hate oh, fake deaths. There's so many fake deaths in, like, this movie. Like, and the thing with Chewie. Chewie gets on the ship and it's like, oh, Ray accidentally blows up the ship, except he was on a different ship. And they don't even give us enough time to let it sink in that Chewie's dead. So it's not even a good fake out death. It's yeah, just, it's like, oh, wow, Chewie's alive. Okay. In, in other films, it's like, oh, no, this person is dead. And they come back at like maybe like Mission the, Impossible. They come back in like at the end or a bit further in the film, and it's like it's like the cool moment. It's like oh, we thought you were dead, and now you're back, and like you're gonna save us all, um, <laughs> which is which can be done well, which also can be done tacky too. 
Um, like in Mission C-3PO, Impossible, he's done well. Oh, he's like gonna get a brain wipe, and then like, and then oh, R two memory units are just terrible for some reason. Except R 2s memory unit is fine and restores his brain like uh, like in another two minutes after that scene. Yeah, I, it's just terrible. It's just a bad movie. It's a terrible movie, I and I really wanted it to be good. There's a lot of plot convenience in this film. A lot of, lot of plot convenience. I want to ask you a question. Oh, yeah? What about Force FaceTime? I really like that. I, I, like, I'm not, I'm not sure. People have mixed of, uh, like, opinions about, like, this yeah, Force like how FaceTime basic. thing. It's not even FaceTime. It's Force I'm here now. <laughs> yeah. Force teleportation, except not really, except sort of. Like, Kylo, like, the Kylo Ren and Rey thing where they can see each other and stuff. It's kind of stupid. Mm. Like, if they can talk to each other, fine. But, like, they can see each other. They can touch each other. Like, like, could they start screwing? I mean, maybe. <laughs> That'll be funny. I, I mean, I really don't want to see that. Obviously, it's a Star Wars. By the way, I think that this movie has, like, the only swear word in Star Wars mo- in a Star Wars movie. Which is? Um, Poe Dameron says, uh, C-3PO, move your metal ass. Pretty sure I mean, that's there's it. Not, like, not even a... Um, there's not even a swear uh, word uh, to... But that's, like, the closest thing the Star closest Wars thing, yeah. to st- swearing. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm probably really stupid. Like, you know how we have the uh, iconic wipes in the Star Wars movies? Mm. Yeah, th- that happens more than any Star Wars movie here. It's constantly, every, like, five minutes, there's a vi- wipe. And also, the sound effects are so loud in this movie. Wipe, wipe, wipe. Yeah. There's, like, no... Um, di- like, they're all as loud as each other. Things should be quieter, some things should be louder. They're all just extremely loud. Like, footsteps, which are really far away, should... Yeah. They should be quieter, but they're not. Everything is so loud. And I've kind of had that from The Force Awakens as well. Wh- why? I don't know how to describe it. I think you guys will understand what I'm talking about. We don't know a lot. Um, okay. Zo- All right. So, um, the new version of Hux was really cool. Yeah, like he, the, he was good. The, the one who replaced Hux. But uh, I think they kind of like realized that Hux had just become a meme now. Mm, and they had to replace him. I'm the spy. I'm the spy. Oh, I am the spy. I am giving you the information. There's a really big problem with the First Order, and I'd like to explain this. Yep. Jeremy Johns did a video similar to what I'm about to say, but um, it's about how the First Order and isn't threatening. It feels like a bunch of amateur kids running around screaming at each other. The Empire felt like a force. It felt like they had mm. a system mm. that, uh, like Tarkin, he was a commander and he, like, he had authority in the. He had authority over Darth Vader. Ugh. And Darth Vader obeyed him because there's a system in place, mm. you know? Mm. In the yes. First Order, people are able to scream at each other and stuff. There was a problem in Rogue One as well where Krennic just screamed at mm. people. And I don't think he should be able to do that. That's my problem with Disney Star Wars as well. The whole First Order is just not threatening. Yeah, fair enough. All right. Um, what are some other stuff that... Uh, is there anything else that you thought was good? No. No? Alright, fair enough. Uh, I mean, I thought the, the, like, the special effects and the, um, the CGI and the, 
uh, practical effects. They were all right. I mean, it was a big budget film. You, you'd expect that that stuff Obviously would be Obviously, the CGI is going to be good. Um, there was a bit of a continuity thing that I'm not sure how it went. Because I wasn't, like, hugely into the, the last film, which was The Last Jedi. Um, so, it like, the lightsaber got broken, right? I think at the end of The Last Jedi, they actually showed the lightsaber being fixed. But Did it get like, fixed? They, like, they didn't show it getting fixed, but, like, Leia handed Rey the fixed lightsaber. Ah, alright. Because I, like... Another I, thing yeah. I want to talk about, Leia in this movie. Oh, yes, Leia. So, Leia... Um, well, so, uh, rest Carrie, in peace, rest, yeah, rest in peace, Carrie Fisher, uh, we, uh, we loved you, you're dead now though, sorry. Um, but, so, Carrie Fisher, so they took, um, old, like, lines from the first movie, right? So, yeah, they took, they took and reused lines from previous, like, um, films, and then also got, like, a stunt, like a, like a double, with makeup to do a lot of the scenes with Leia. And all of the lines were super duper. One, trailer material. Yep. And two, like, um, what's the word? It tacky? just felt off. Off and tacky. Because she it would just talk about something completely unrelated. And it didn't feel like, uh, it didn't feel like Leia, in, in my opinion. I mean, like, Leia had changed over the years and she was, she's less like her original self. But, um... Yeah, she she just like she did not feel like the same kind of person. All of her lines, as I said, were terribly tacky, terribly. Um, oh, I had it written down somewhere, what like a bunch of words which uh, portrayed it, but I can't find that now. Um, uh, Han Solo's back. Yeah. Um. I wonder how, yeah, actually, you, you mentioned this. On Solo was in um, a cameo for, as a memory. Yeah, as a memory. Like, but it's going to be the mu- most how expensive. Much, yeah, he was probably, like, the most expensive person on the entire film, uh, getting Harrison Ford back. Because, like, Harrison Ford has said that I really don't want to do any more Star Wars. Like, he wanted to be killed. Um, oh, sorry. Um, he wanted to be killed. And then he did get killed, but now he's back, so he probably got paid like tons of money for like a just small cameo. That's funny in the film. Um, uh, and there's some other things. Um, well, Kylo's dead. Oh wait, um, Leia is dead. Oh wait, um, Carrie Fisher's dead. Whoops. Um, I think Kylo Ren is Kylo Ren is dead. Oh wait, no, he's not again. Um. Dad touches his face and bam, light side. Like, uh, so Han, like in this memory thing, he's like, Ben, come back to us or something. Oh, it's too late. It's like, and then he yeets his lightsaber because he's like back to the light side or something. Yeah. I don't like how Kylo Ren just turned like that. I mean, he was very evil in the last movie. He was very much in the dark side. And then he's just like. Oh, my daddy said hi. Okay, I'm going to go back to the light side now. Mm. Uh, and a, a it was a good scene, but it was just too fast. A couple other things was, like, um, seeing Luke again. So, because, like, Luke... Uh, so, Ray goes to the island where Luke went, and Luke comes back as a Force ghost. I'm I'm really not sure about it. Like... Luke, Luke, he caught the lightsaber, which is something that I don't think they'd be able, they should be able to do. Like, Force Ghosts shouldn't be able to interact with the environment of the world. 
um, like and it holds no emotional value. Like I should be really sort of happy to see Luke again, maybe, but I wasn't. I mean, Luke, why and Force Ghosts are able to just catch physical objects. Okay, I, I guess. Um, and Luke in this movie didn't seem right, and uh, I just didn't like this movie. If you can't. Okay, I need to talk about the music, please. All right, all right please, please, I don't know. One more thing before you talk about the music. Oh, yeah, I have is another thing as well. Leia shouldn't be a Jedi. Yeah. Leia, I didn't like that. And also, when they de-aged them, they look like video game characters. Yeah, they really did. Also, Palpatine in this movie is really cartoonish. I mean, I get it. He was a campy character, and that really worked in the prequels. That really worked in the original trilogy. But that did not work because it was really different to the tone of this film. Mm. It was, I was, and Ian McDermott, of course, he's great, but the lines he's given, he says them well, but they're not good lines. Mm. Yeah, fair enough, actually. He does the best with what he can, but. Yeah, but like, just how they've written is completely flawed. Alright, so I'm just gonna sit, like, kind of a bit quieter while Abad rants about the music. Basically, the music, now, uh, John Williams actually wrote about three hours of music for this film. And he's a genius. He's written loads of great, great music, which wasn't used in this film. But they just use themes, like iconic themes, in places where it doesn't make sense. Like, at, like they used the Imperial March, which is Darth Vader's theme, or the Empire's theme, when, uh, when they lift up the Star Destroyers, which doesn't make sense because it's the Final Order. Uh, wait. Okay, it doesn't make sense because it's the final order, not the imper- uh, not the empire. And then, uh, when Ray is talking to the Jedi, Ray's theme is playing, but that's sh- but that's to do with the Force. Why is why isn't the Force theme playing? But then when she's fighting Palpatine, the Force theme is playing, but that's when the that's when Ray's theme should be playing. And then... What else do I hate? The music just seems like it's going so fast. And it's so, like, sudden. Like, you'll be going from uh, one theme to another in a second. And it's just like, whoa! And then, when they get into the Star Destroyer, which should be obliterated. It was a nuclear explosion, man. And it's still standing, and the Palpatine's throne is still standing up. Actually, that doesn't make sense. But let me keep going. N- n- hold on. I- I'm going to have to correct you there. It wasn't the Death Star, though. It was the Death Star 2. It was still a nuclear explosion, both times. Fair enough. And then Darth Vader's... Uh, the music that played when Darth Vader died plays, that does not make sense at all. Then when Luke Skywalker lifts up the... Uh, uh, his X-Wing. I know it's the same notes from when Yoda did it, but that is Yoda's theme, not Luke lifting out, uh, lifting X-Wing out of water theme. So, it just doesn't make sense. It's abrupt. It's stupid. John Williams, I know you're a genius, but I just can't believe that this movie's score got best Oscar, no- uh, best score Oscar nomination. But then again, it's not just that which he was nominated for. He was nominated for the three hours of musical genius shit that he wrote. So I'm 
maybe that's what was nominated. But the score that's in this film is so tacky and so infuriating. And it's so disrespectful. And this isn't John Williams' fault. This is the writers of the film who have done this. And I don't like it. I'm sorry. And thank you, neighbors, for starting to mow your lawn. Great, great timing. So, um, you reckon that's a wrap? I say, I'd say so. That's about half an hour of us complaining about a film that came out way too long ago for us to really be talking about this. Um, okay. Alright. Oh, dang, that didn't work. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.